2: Hey, just a quick warning before uh, the show starts. There was a little bit of noise interference um, when I went to edit this, and I don't really know where it came from. It just uh, I've removed it as much as I can, but you might notice it not all the way through, just every now and then, mainly when um, me and Beef are speaking, so it must have been something to do with our microphone. But um, you might just hear like a little bit of audio interference in the background um, every now and then on this episode. It's not major bad, but I'm just letting you know that I'm aware of it and uh, to warn you of it. Anyway, on with the show.
3: I can't imagine what you're going to say to convince me.
2: It's made my sock. You're fired. Am I ready? Are you? I Where, don't are know. You? It feels like ages since we've done one. I'm just going to roll into we gotta it. we got to get our tattoos this year, boys. Oh, don't start that.
3: I'll just play this first.
2: Okay. He loves doing these cold open.
1: Grounds, palaces, and elaborate ceremonies. But what are they really? Most view the Queen as a benign old lady and symbol of England. But deeper research shows she and the royal family are nothing but a ruthless criminal gang whose enormous wealth, built on the suffering of millions remains a state secret to this day. With the royal family's considerable media influence, it's easy to get caught up in the romance and pageantry. But beneath the gilded palace gates lies a hidden world of scandals, Nazis, murder, and even cannibalism. One of-
2: <laughs> wow, he's done that thing where he opens just to get that reaction. Hello,
3: hello, hello! Welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. I'm your host this evening, Tiss. This evening, whenever you're listening to it. Mm. Um, my co host, as always. This is Bob Shoy. This is Beef. Back for the new year. Yeah. Good Christmas.
4: Yeah, yeah it was good. I was ill over Christmas. Oh, I get good. ill. Yeah, I was oh, ill. Great. Woke up shaking like a oh, heroin Christmas addict though. on Christmas morning. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've not. You're off the skag. drawing from Heron, but
3: it felt pretty. <laughs> I mean, I was shaking
4: like a shitting dog. I was really ill. <laughs>
3: I've never heard that phrase. You no, know, that phrase before. That's amazing. Shaking like a shitting dog. But yeah,
4: it's been around for a while now.
3: <laughs> it's been around <laughs> for <laughs> a while.
4: But yeah, part, no, it was right. It was good. Mm. Um, it was nice. Just spent time with family and didn't really get any presents.
3: No, me neither. Which is
4: no. f- fine. We've got good lots morning. of stuff for the baby though, which we needed. Um yeah. Yeah. So it's our first time recording this year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, really good. Not the first episode that's been up this year. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no the first it.
4: time recording I've not had a chance to listen to it yet. <laughs>
3: yeah, don't get hyped. So. Well the Weymouth one. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to it a bit. Is it
2: just you
4: it's, it's, it's just you getting drunk, isn't it? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I've not even heard all the way through our Christmas one yet.
3: Okay. No, I haven't had it. Oh, sure. talking
2: to the Christmas point. one. Can you guys believe like a few days ago? George after
3: Michael when Michael we died we did that. Yeah, a load a lot Well Lauren said uh, that was his last question, she couldn't believe that we'd been saying so much about George yeah, Michael yeah, on Neil the pod. Yeah, he
2: text me and a uh, similar thing. Like, I can't believe he was like, You recorded that like a couple of days before George Michael went about Tessa's guide. Yeah, do you reckon we should send I it to I am send it to his family. Yeah, I'm sure they'd
3: love it. What, us destroying his song? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good nature.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was done with love, it wasn't done in a mocking way. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. I love it. We could have done it in a mocking way. Yeah,
3: but you know, Georgie boy.
4: On yeah. Christmas, actually died on Christmas no, Day.
3: No. Was it actually Christmas Day? No. Yeah,
4: because oh. I said to Rachel, I was like, I said, "Oh, guess who's dead?" And she's like, "I don't really want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: a horrible game." <laughs> Christmas Day. Yeah. That is a horrible That's game. I then "Guess game. who's <laughs> dead?" And then I didn't. My mum. I don't know.
5: <laughs> no, my mum was in the room.
4: No, and I remember, yeah, and I didn't mean for this to be a joke at all. <laughs> But I, I did say, I was like, well, oh, you could say that today was his last Christmas. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> She went, George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> she played along. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace, George. Yeah. Lots of people loved your music. Do you know he crashed his car in Aylesbury? I know he crashed his car quite a few times. <laughs> he knowed <laughs> it in Aylesbury.
2: It one infamous. of the first times. One <laughs> no. of- this is one thing he was third most famous for. Most famous for music, second for being gay. <laughs> always crashing his car. <laughs> Genuinely is. It is. But yeah, crashed his car in for yeah. Mm. Beef just got back from the States. Cool. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, good. was good. I, uh, did you meet up any listeners? No, no, they were all busy. Oh. Uh, did some driving, <laughs> All though, busy. In the States, which was... <laughs> no, I didn't want to which was all right. It's them, right, so we should probably put some kind of disclaimer at the front of this episode. Some yeah. of those things were quite cutthroat. Tis you're all just taking down the rails, I take it.
3: Um, I wouldn't say that because they are powerful family and I don't want to be you know I want to enjoy my life I don't want to be killed right. off but I'm shedding a light on what other people have brought up so alone. we're
2: kicking the year off with conspiracy, conspiracy. hard hitting conspiracy yeah um, after last week's
3: nonsense we'll call it us. a conspiracy mm. yeah so we're kicking off with conspiracy kicking off with conspiracy cool so should yeah. we just should we just watch a little bit of this video well,
2: it's your show mate Take just it over you set on. the tone so what do you know about the royal family?
3: What do I know about them?
2: No, that's just <laughs> is that hit? that's normally What how do you we start what next? do you guys think what about do you guys the royal know family? About? Yeah. We have we yeah. have talked a little about a little about the royals before.
3: Yeah. What off pod or no, on, on pod? pod? On pod.
2: We talked about how queen has too much money. She does. We said some controversial things about the royal family on the show before. Okay. Or I think I did <laughs> and um
4: beef gave a counter argument. Well, I kind of I think I have a very specific view of the Queen. Mm. I'm not a royalist, but I'm not a hater. I think the reason I um, have respect for her is because of her integrity with her faith.
2: Yeah, that's what you spoke about.
4: Before. So someone, uh, yeah. So as a Christian, I I like that. You know, she doesn't change. You know, she stands by what she says when it comes to her faith. And I I like that, and I think that's, you know, that's paramount, that's, um, and I know someone who knows her biographer, and yeah, this is the same thing, it's not just a public, you know, so yeah, uh, but I'm not really just impartial to, to them all. She's a bit ill at the moment, mm. isn't she? Yeah, she's. If uh, yeah. she, she dies before this episode goes up, because. she might be the first person to die in 2017. Queen is no. Carrie
2: Fisher
3: die. really? died. Oh, was that
4: 2016?
2: No,
3: nah, that was that was last year. 2016, mate. yeah.
4: Oh yeah, sorry, because like it was after Christmas. I so felt like
2: it.
3: I'm sure there's a lot of people that have died this year.
2: Was Debbie Reynolds last year? Yeah, she was just at the end of last. That was literally the last day, wasn't it? Okay. Pretty much, yeah, oh, I was gutted. Who? Carrie Fisher. Yeah, I would say it was the one that affected me the most, actually. But yeah. She was uh, a great
4: woman. Yeah, I just liked that she was honest and yeah, good role model for women. Yeah, good role model for people with uh, my favorite, favorite Disney princess. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Harrison so, Ford liked her, and Harrison Ford hates everyone. There you go. So the Queen.
2: But yeah, the Queen. So so, yeah, so who, that's
4: that's my view. I, I know you guys aren't too happy about them, which is fair enough.
2: I think uh, my main problem with them is how much money they sink out of the country. I think they're unnecessary. We have um, a government that doesn't really need a monarchy anymore. We have sort of both unnecessarily. Yeah. It costs a lot of money. And the main argument that people always give back is they bring in sort of tourism, which I think is absolute hogwash. Yeah, There's no way they bring in hogwash. enough tourism to how much they cost. How many people would... Oh, I'm not going to the UK. They don't even have a monarchy.
3: Yeah. Why
2: does that even factor into people, tourists, yeah. tourism? It doesn't make sense.
4: The Americans love our monarchy
2: like oh, more shit, than we do. really most
4: our listeners are American yeah la, a lot a lot okay they like that we've got one I think it's like me and Rachel were talking about it the other day
3: we've got a good PR team though though, right the royals oh,
4: yeah they got, they got the money to they've been their best, interest the in the country I think it's like Rachel and I were saying a good like we were saying you know so years ago when the monarchy and the state were one and the same thing and mm-hmm. they had more power and much more um, control over what they decided to do for the country mhm if, they, if that was the same today and the Brexit vote happened the Queen could have gone oh, We're not doing that yeah but they, she doesn't have that but... she does yeah but it's not the same she does
2: she would never do it though she has go on
3: um, when Australia back in the 19 blah 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 I don't know when Um, they oh god I can't even remember what the thing was
4: was it a referendum in for Australia no it was
3: it was basically
4: and the Australians loved the Queen as well
3: I'm going to find it I'm going to find it what it was But it was the Queen basically sacked the whole of the Australian Parliament and the Prime Minister and put in a new Prime Minister and re-elected the whole of the new Parliament. Um, Let's have a look at this. Here we go. Queen sacks Australian government. 1975, so not even that long ago. constitutional crisis, also known simply as the dismissal has been described as the greatest political and constitutional crisis in Australian history. It culminated on 11th of November 1975 with the dismissal from office of the Prime Minister, Gough Whitlam, of the blah, blah, blah Australian mm. Labour Party. None uh, of the important details. Yeah. Just a, <laughs> we'll just skip past all that. Hmm. All right. So the Queen has... Well, if you think about it, the Queen has sovereignty over Canada, Australia, uh, New Zealand. Or oh, they all have a... Amongst the, uh probably I mean, we might a have, a have lot of other that don't love her,
4: but largely those those populations freaking love her.
3: Well, largely her. UK love her. Yeah, largely. I mean, I'm not saying.
4: Yeah, I would say most most people in mm. the UK. Think think yeah. how big
2: an event the royal wedding was. Yeah, the whole world celebrated. I think it was something like four
3: billion people tuned in yep. for that.
2: People fucking love the royals in this family. We had a day like, off. Yeah, they
4: pretty much thinking, I I think. I think that's why they because everyone of who it. hates the queen we're like we're getting day off in it.
3: Yeah. yeah, do you know how much business is lost that day oh, in in just not. the UK? Probably a lot. Six billion. Hmm. Six billion pounds for a bank holiday. For a bank holiday.
2: That's why uh, a made up bank holiday. People want they're actually making it a proper bank holiday. No, because that's we what I heard had it every
3: year. Yeah, but I heard they Wait, were when? thinking
2: of adding another bank well, holiday was five years ago. So <laughs> five years ago, I was <laughs> <laughs> I get our ass into curse, shouldn't they? Then yeah. I've heard they're
4: thinking of adding another bank holiday.
3: having like a raw wedding isn't a Harry Jury one now. I don't know
4: is it a wedding? Uh, what well, Harry? Harry's like just going out with someone, isn't he? Yeah, Yeah. rush that along. Come on, let's get another bank on.
2: He's getting
3: on. Yeah, let's get another bank (laughs) on. So
4: what are the conspiracies? Rachel's (laughs) got her own
3: conspiracy. Okay, what's Rachel's?
4: What about her? I think there's actually quite a lot of weight to her thoughts, though. Okay. Rachel's conspiracy, it's not really conspiracy, but her thinking is that Charles will never be king. So when Liz dies, he won't be king. I could see that happening. Because um, he married Camilla, and the Queen's uncle wasn't allowed to be king because he was a divorcee. And mm-hmm. she's quite traditional, and she's quite. Her Christian values are quite traditional. Mm. So I think she probably would have said, <clears throat> You can marry Camilla, but you won't be king. Right. It won't
3: matter for future generations because she'll be dead. But Well, I think William's been being set up as the king for yeah. Oh, journey. yeah.
4: I think it'll be Will and Kate, and yeah. they'll be.
3: If you look at the PR and Will and Kate. Yeah. They're making us love. Making girls. a massive stink out of it for now. Our no next
4: reason. king and queen for. Uh...
3: <sighs> Pretty we much, really like it or not? we're
2: being conned into loving.
3: We don't need
6: another.
4: But need pretty a lover. much every magazine in the states will and Kate on every single one. Still, line. you know they love honest mate. I can't. They love the royals over there. But it, uh, yeah, nah, they didn't choose it. So they were born into it.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I, I just I, uh, this is really shitty of me to say um, because they will and Kate might be really nice people. I mean, they probably are. Um... I mean, well, they're not fucking normal for a start. No. Because anyone born into that lifestyle has no idea what being a fucking normal human being is like. Mm. Um, So it just makes me not like them initially. Like, I don't like them because they're probably going to be the next king and queen, and I don't like the idea of a monarchy. Yeah. So I instantly don't like them, which makes me feel shitty because they might be nice people. But then I just think, well, they're not even... It's like they're not even human. They're not even normal people because they don't have any concept of what being a human is. It's a weird There's thing. No most, yeah. like, I do no no understand struggle. what you
4: mean because I attribute that feeling to like most of the Tory MPs. It's like mm. all of them have come out vegan or harrow and you're like you yeah. have no idea. Which yeah. is why of course but I- then I remember like really disliking David Cameron and then when his was it his son who died? I think it was his son, wasn't it? His I remember. Kid it, died. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. His son, and I remember people at the time being like, "Oh, good, I'm pleased." Oh, that's and shit. you're like, "Oh, come on!" Like he's still a great father.
3: Anyone's like, kid dies. You're like, horrible. "No, no, no."
4: Yeah, I was really cross. But I, was, yeah, I remember hating him, thinking, "What a douchebag."
3: That's I pot kettle black. Think. If you're going to like start ragging on someone's yeah, exactly. dead child no, and being like oh they don't know what life's like I, I heard like so many
4: people at the time saying it and you're like
3: people do that though people take yeah. out their aggressions life. it's that and kind of feeling isn't
4: it it's that that's also like, where you can't relate to someone yeah like, I don't which is why so she's not she's not the prime minister anymore but the the Australian prime minister before the the guy now yeah. was well popular everyone loved her yeah uh, Julia someone I think it was probably wrong was
2: she the one in- uh, the Australian what prime minister
3: Australian prime minister
2: yeah she was like mega popular
3: okay can't um,
2: her name. I wait, can't remember I know exactly who you mean I swear she I must f- be wrong I'm yeah. gonna have to research this and cut
3: that whether <laughs> it's controversial or not I'll try and find the clip where it says about the powers the queen has okay okay so this is this is the start of like a little segment where it's got about how she's got sovereignty over a lot of places and they basically live above the law
1: Most think of UK's royal family as purely symbolic, with no real power. This notion, however, could not be further from the truth. While the United States fought a lengthy war to gain independence, nations such as North Ireland, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand never fully gained complete sovereignty from the crown. Apart from ribbon-cutting and picture-taking, the Queen is actually head of state in all Commonwealth nations and possesses the power to dismiss and appoint new prime ministers and parliament members. She can command armed forces, refuse parliamentary legislation, pardon convicted criminals, and even declare a state of emergency. In fact, all leaders of Commonwealth states, such as UK, Canada, and Australia, swear allegiance not to the people who elected them, but the Queen. This even applies to judges, lawyers, and police. The UK Prime Minister even consults with the Queen once a week. No record is kept of these legendary meetings, despite their obvious influence on public affairs.
3: The Queen is legally entitled to meet the Prime Minister once a week. If she can't meet him in person, she's allowed a telephone conversation. During these meetings, she's allowed to discuss anything she wishes, any matter at all. Um, However, whatever she does discuss is kept completely confidential from the rest of the public. We do not have a right to know what she discusses on her behalf. With wealth comes power, specifically
7: the power not to obey the laws of the land in the way that every other citizen of the country is required to do. The Prince of Wales Duchy of Cornwall is not, for instance, subject to planning permission or planning consent in the way that any other builder would be. This means that Charles can avoid fines of up to £50,000 that will be levied against anyone else breaking these planning laws. Every other landlord has to grant squatters' rights if they occupy land for 10 years. But for the prince, that time limit is 60 years. Normally, landlords must allow their leaseholders to buy the freehold on a property. But not the prince, who can hold leaseholders in that condition forever. The duchy only pays tax voluntarily and has free advice from government lawyers. It also benefits from exemptions that no other private sector body enjoys. For instance... Charles pays no corporation tax or capital gains tax on his business enterprises.
1: As a reminder of her enormous power, Commonwealth nations even display the Queen on their currency. While many are unaware of such powers, most of those who are view these powers as emblematic. In reality, not only are these powers genuine, she has flexed this inherited power in the not-so-distant past. Australia, 1975. The government is hopelessly gridlocked on the new budget. With the clock running out, the government goes into shutdown, similar to the U.S. shutdown in 2013. Except in this case, things ended much differently. Instead of a two-week-long shutdown, the Australian Governor General, acting on behalf of the Queen, dismissed and replaced the sitting Prime Minister. The next day, after the controversial spending bill was passed, he fired all of Parliament and held new elections to replace them. Not only does she have the power, she's not afraid to use it. Everyone knows the Queen is rich, but just how wealthy the 90-year-old is might surprise you. While looking at the names of the richest people alive, you will see names like Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and Carlos Slim. However, the true wealth of the Queen is hidden in private trusts and even in the monarchy itself.
2: What do you think to that? I was thinking about the Queen when that was on. Okay. It's happened? And believe it or not Um but my problem I think with the idea of a monarchy it's like people don't really have an issue with it because they like the queen or they think they like the queen yeah Um, I don't know if we're brainwashed to think the queen's great or not but if the next one in line for being king or queen mm. was a complete dick mm. we have no say in that mm. it's because they were born into it and I hate the idea, like, obviously you can't help being born into privilege, but obviously you do... If you're not born into privilege, you're always going to have, like, a little bit of a... I don't know. What, chip on your shoulder? No, I mean, if you're not born into privilege, oh. you would have a little bit of, like, a shit stick towards people that are
4: Oh, right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> shit, stick. <laughs> shit stick, I don't know what I mean, you know? <laughs> no, I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, they're... Why should they have the right of the world, of the world, of the Commonwealth... Because they're simply born into that family. Mm. They might be an absolute moron. But oh, they're going to be the king one day because their
4: mum was the queen. Having said that. I think uh, most of those laws I knew about, um, because Rachel told me uh, a while ago. But I think I would liken the monarchy to the way that I would liken it to the American constitutional law. In that a lot of it is quite outdated. Right, And so it's just, it's part of the constitution, can't change it. Well, you can, if you want to, you could mm. change it. And I think that's the same in the monarchy. You know, 500 years ago, the monarchy was a fantastic idea because we needed that control and people needed to be governed properly. But now we, it's almost like in some respects, we've probably grown out of needing a monarchy so much.
2: Well, this is one of the reasons I—I've uh, said numerous times how I'm—I'm I'm not super patriotic. I'm not a huge fan of the, this country and the way it's run. Um, and this is going to be quite controversial. I've said I can tell already people aren't going to like some of the things we're saying. Yeah, right. But it's when a country won't move with the times or people won't—people think tradition's great because it's tradition rather than thinking of—is that specific tradition a good thing or not? Hmm. And this actually brings me back to something you said, Beef. I don't. When you said about how um, Charles probably wouldn't be king mm. because he was divorced, that's the, that's the times now. So fuck it, that shouldn't come into question. Yeah, that's yeah. Like say, it's like I've said it before on the show, to be a president, don't you have to say you're a Christian, whether you are or not, because the majority of America are Christian? And if they, they wouldn't vote for someone who wasn't.
3: Didn't Henry VIII kill nine wives? Or eight wives? Yeah. Six wives. Divorced, Six beheaded, wives. survived. Divor- no, b- divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, survived. Yes. Yeah. That's... He he was king.
4: Yeah. yeah, but he was king at the time that Vlad the Impaler was.
3: And apparently, uh, he wrote Green Sleeves, which is bullshit. He, didn't. <laughs> he blatantly didn't. No, 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 he didn't. Most no.
2: people know he didn't. No, he didn't write that. But apparently, it's, he it's to make you like him. It.
3: Mm. Yeah, it's like King Jong Il didn't like do everything didn't he did. In, <laughs> but or the, the universe,
4: reason, um, or maybe he did. The, <laughs> I the reason I, don't know. I think that the the Charles thing, I think there's some stock to that, is because. No, i do not Not saying I disagree. No, 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 no. I think, yeah, that, that's the times, yeah. But mm. I think the reason is actually because it's it's a very biblical stance mm. from where she's coming from. So I guess that's separate to what she's... Um, uh, um, yeah, no, it's... Yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? I I think lot of the the lot thing of with the Australian problems. government thing, mm. it's obviously the government's on the brink of collapse. And uh, I'm like, just playing devil's advocate. Like, yes, she used that power, but that was one time, or, or pretty much 40, 50 years ago. Mm. So, uh, No, a lot of problems,
2: especially in this country, to do with hanging on to traditions for, for the sake, sake of tradition.
3: It's like we're living in some sort of Lord of the Rings fantasy, where there's kings and queens. Well, that's what
2: people like about it.
3: That's fucking stupid.
2: It, it feels magical, it feels like Disney. You know? Well,
3: then why don't we make the whole world magical, like, <laughs> Lord of the Rings isn't magical, it's like Mordor, but... I don't know, it's just, it just seems well, stupid. like Disney, is
2: Disney just has kings and queens and stuff. yeah. Castles.
3: That's part of the propaganda to keep them in, though. Mm. (laughs) Disney films. (laughs) Just anything. Disney films are fun. Just making out that royalty and and that sort of thing is like something to aspire to. You know, Mm. there's a really interesting part on this which I'd love to play, which is about um, how the royals and the East India Trading Company were making money off importing opium into China, even though it was illegal. They were basically got the Chinese hooked on opium and kept importing it. And then when the Chinese fought back, they had wars. And uh, we won. We. The royals won, like, twice. uh, And they had to just let the boats in and just let them sell heroin. Mm. That's nuts, isn't it?
2: Pretty nuts. That's
3: pretty nuts. Shall I play it? If
2: you want. If you want, it's your show. Do what you like on it.
1: Much of her wealth comes from even more dubious sources. The English royal family had a great connection with slavery, starting from Elizabeth I. The Duke of York used to get his initials D.Y. branded onto the left buttock or breast of each of the 3,000 slaves who were his. In 1624, the English colonized Barbados and St. Kitts, and approximately 23 years later, the first sugar from Barbados was sent to England. England captured Jamaica from the Spanish, and the slave trade had yet another place in which to thrive. Elizabeth I established the Royal African Company to facilitate the transport and sale of slaves which would thrive up until the dawn of the 18th century. But the wealth they obtained from selling African lives would be chump change compared to the haul they would soon make on China. The Royal family joined with the East India Trading Company to import into China. The number one import, opium.
8: The drug was illegal in China, though the ban was widely ignored. There were an estimated 12 million peasants addicted to opium. The authorities there called it a deadly poison ruining the minds and morals of our people. The British grew opium poppies in India. There they processed it in factories on a colossal scale. Finally, it was shipped to China and sold to smugglers.
1: Almost 13% of the income of India under British rule was derived from the sale of good quality Bengal opium to British-run opium distributors in China.
8: In 1839, the Chinese emperor decided he'd had enough. He ordered more than 1,000 tons of British-supplied opium to be seized and destroyed. The opium wars were about to begin. Britain's first ocean-going iron warship, the Nemesis, built in Liverpool, was sent out to take on the Emperor's Navy. It helped destroy much of it in a single afternoon. This was the modern world confronting an ancient one, sailing junks against steam-driven gunboats. The Chinese had no choice but to
1: surrender and to open five ports to British trade. Ultimately, the Chinese people would fight two devastating wars to rid themselves of the British imported opium and put an end to the addiction crisis, which for so long had ravaged their population.
3: That's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. So, starting to get a picture. They named their ship the Nemesis.
4: (laughs) I just don't know how, like annoyed I can get over stuff that happened over 200 years ago
3: (laughs) oh shit what a good point (laughs) no yes. like they still a lot of
4: empires acted that way
3: and if it it was is, is
4: we're better than that now or yeah. we should always some yes yeah, so I'm saying we should be spot girls getting yeah. annoyed about I would expect that now well. I would expect I would expect people to yeah if that was if that was happening now it would obviously be Say, what? but um <laughs> especially cuz India would have been under their empire it, at the time so that would have been about making money for the Indians as well as doing stuff that's illegal which is wrong
3: yeah yeah
4: it's pretty bad but I guess like also to flip over to the other side If they were doing that then And they're above the law In theory they could be doing stuff like that now Who knows
2: Yeah So have you got any
3: more modern conspiracies That are going to make us go Fresh. Oh yeah loads in this day and age Yeah loads But I'm just setting the scene Alright Yeah no that's cool It's good I like, I like learning history This is a little excerpt about uh, Child Ch- Charles. Child Child There's a little excerpt About child Charles, <laughs> Adrian Charles. <laughs> Charles Charles Yeah Charles There's a little bit about Charles Charles I can't say it can I You just said it There's a little bit about <laughs> Charles <laughs> and um Camilla I just let it to speak for itself but it's just nuts.
4: Okay. It's nuts Is this where he's caught on the microphone saying I bloody hate these people Is it Did he actually say that Yeah it was like a photographer and he yeah, turned to Will and he went I bloody hate these
3: bloody people Yes, he's a replica.
8: The Prince of Wales, he doesn't lift a thing. He gets up in the morning, his bathrobe is there waiting for him. He walks into the bathroom, the the bath is drawn for him already. Even when he gets out of the bath, the towel is folded in a special way so that he just has to sit in it and wrap it around him. Then he goes into his dressing room, his clothes are all laid out for
1: him. Even his socks, left and right, are in exactly the right spot. For the privilege of being ruled by inbred Romanian swine, the British taxpayer foots the bill for security. Hundreds of servants in waitstaff, utilities on palaces, and even personal royal salaries. Charles really likes, it was a particular dish he likes to eat when he goes out hunting, which is softly boiled eggs
8: and scotch whiskey, waiting for him when he comes back. But of course, they never know when he's coming back. So a good half an hour before he's due back, they start boiling up a batch of 20 eggs, three minutes exactly. And then if he hasn't arrived in those three minutes, they throw them away. And they start another batch and another batch and you can get through a hundred eggs before Prince Wells actually
3: comes home <laughs> this guy I love the little digs he gets in yeah. in between cuts this like um, what, what was it? <laughs> Gross Romanian, Romanian swine. swine that is in reference to the fact that um, Charles is a descendant of Vlad the Impaler yeah because oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, it had a picture of him next to Vlad but that's nuts right like that is just that's crazy that's just waste, wasteful. And it's weird, because people
2: aren't even surprised by that sort of thing. They're like, yeah, well, it's the, it's the royal site. That's nuts.
3: Yeah. It's, it's that shouldn't be allowed. Stupid. It just shouldn't be allowed. I'm going like... to I'm
4: gonna have to be the guy on the other side this episode. What?
3: Like, that's think... right.
4: No, 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 let me explain.
3: So I think, I think if... <laughs> I can't imagine what you're going to say to convince me.
4: <laughs> no, I'm not going to try and convince you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not convincing anyone. No, it's wrong, but where's that, where's that information come from?
3: That's uh, the royal correspondent of like a, I don't know, uh, you know, like a media outlet. Royal correspondent.
4: Hmm. I can believe it. I can believe that. Do you love when he sits in his (laughs) towel?
3: He sits in his table.
4: I, I I just think I really struggle to listen to well, like, cause the even the correspondent guy's obviously got a chip on his shoulder because he's like gets up in the morning, the bathroom's there waiting for him. Like, yeah, my bathroom's there waiting for me. No, his, he's his the bathroom's bath. drawn. Yeah, like, but he's yeah, but he started off with like his bathroom's waiting for him like No, I think he meant his um, bath. And he said if you listen to it, he said his bathroom's there waiting for him and then he's like, <laughs> "Where's he draw, coming in
3: the concept of a homeless person? He's got a bathroom, the fucking arsehole, <laughs> he's got beds. <laughs>
4: I think the problem for me is that that kind
3: oh, of Oh he said wealth. his bathrobe. Oh, I don't bathrobe. Know. Bathrobe, yeah. Yeah, that's what he
4: said. I was just trying to think. He did say bathrobes do
3: The bathroom wouldn't be waiting. I was gonna
4: say I, bathrobe. Don't know. I, don't know. Yeah, yeah. I it's not that I don't have a problem with it, I do. But loads of people in government have that kind of wealth and we have to pay for it as well so i think if it wasn't existing in the government and our government was tops then it'd be like right we should sort this out
2: that's because that money should be, should be paid hundreds well. of other people well, yeah.
3: a lot of people in this country are living in austerity we, well we are living in austerity all of us mm. obviously that's the thing i would say
2: i have quite a cushy life yeah i work really hard for yeah. my life yeah um but I, I live quite comfortable life. I mm. go away, I travel around, I live comfortably. I don't have to like sit and work out my food, shopping bill, and stuff like that. I'm doing okay. Mm. I can't afford my own fucking house, but who can in this country? Mm. Uh, but he's got The royals. Sort of Beef. Um. <laughs> the royal <whole> family. <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean? and I'm not even wealthy compared to a lot of this country. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot
4: of people with too much money. Yeah. yeah. I think the the stuff about his bath is not wacky enough <laughs> for me. Because there are other people in the country that have... What about the fact that. that
3: they could go for a hundred boiled eggs before he just comes home? Oh, I him. don't
4: know where they get those facts from. They literally had like a
3: that. video of them throwing away eggs. Yeah, they didn't film <laughs> well, it. It could be any old bollock doing that. It's not... Bollock. What a waste for that video.
4: Imagine a
6: bollock <laughs> yeah, doing it. I, um, it's
2: not
4: that I don't... Yeah, but no, think about it this way. If you say it's not
2: that crazy, the bath thing... But this is what I mean about how they're so alienated. Imagine every single day of your life, you woke up and you sat up in bed, your thing on, your bath was there, you got in, you got out, everything's like, you haven't even got to pick up what you're wearing, it's there for you, oh, lovely. Oh, what do I have for breakfast? Oh, it's all cooked there, just what I wanted, exactly. Can you imagine? Doesn't that make you an arsehole?
0: Because you
2: expect everything done for you. Because And not because you're an arsehole, you've been made into an arsehole because you expect everything done for you because it is done for you. If one day he woke up and his one of his socks was missing, he would go, he would have a big tantrum.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, my sock? <laughs> Psst, you're fired.
4: Yeah, I don't It doesn't bother me. <laughs> doesn't bother you? Because there's so many people that live like that and don't, there's a divide, isn't there? There's... Yeah, but like, just having money, that's beyond
2: just having money. Like, yeah. sugar do not wake
3: up like that, does he? I don't know, someone might put his pants on for him. <laughs> Nah. He come from a working class background. I don't think he would have had those pants put on for him. <laughs> yeah, Trump, Trump does. does. Trumpy does. <laughs> Drugity Trumps in <laughs> him. Um, here's another little bit.
4: Right, okay. You don't believe about the fucking eggs? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I do. Because <laughs> the guy giving the information has obviously got a chip on his shoulder. So it's yeah, nice. this actually the guy doing it makes me not believe
2: the facts because he's so obviously digging when he's got nothing to dig. That when he's actually got proof, I'm like how much is he over-egging
4: this? Pudding? You could you could find you could find those those.
3: Don't throw the baby out with the it, though
6: payers also paid the queen 16 million pounds for the upkeep of her palaces and another 4 million pounds towards travel expenses
9: their money comes really from two sources mainly perhaps from us from ordinary british people and also from the income from the investments that they've stacked up from previous theft, from ourselves and across the globe. So that's where their money comes from, and that's a very important arena of political debate. The Queen gets a great deal of money from the British taxpayer, and for me, at a time of austerity, that's a particularly gross distortion of where our money should be going. We're told on a daily basis that there isn't enough money for disabled people on benefits, for job creation for vital services like health and education and yet at the same time the Queen and the rest of the royal family managed to rack up £180 million, £200 million in all a significant portion of which comes directly from the British taxpayer and at a time when we're being told we have to cut back all the time that seems to me extraordinary that those people get that money with really... No accountability or democratic control at all. There's also money, of course, that comes from previous looting and theft from uh, ourselves, the great landed estates, the royal family, and of the plunder of empire. Uh, But that also is something which we should look at very carefully. That money should be used for the good of the people in Britain and the good of people across the world, I believe.
1: Perhaps their true power and wealth would be better known, if not for their favourite lapdog, the media. Sure, lately the royal family has been the subject of some scrutiny. Still, many mainstream news outlets continue to divert attention from royal scandals or do their best to stop them from reaching the royal family. The media collaborates in the the cover-up. It it collaborates in massaging
5: the news uh, in order to downplay anything which is critical um, of the royal family.
7: Usually the monarchy can rely on the British press to keep silent on any embarrassing story about the monarchy.
3: The royal family have a huge amount of influence over the press. Uh, They're extremely well connected and the press pretty much acts as a a universal cheerleader for, for the royal family.
5: I think the royal family's influence over the press is considerable and has probably, in a way, got greater because the British media has become more and more obsequious, I think, over the last 20 to 30 years, much more reluctant to criticise, to expose what is going on inside the British establishment.
7: Every charitable gesture or good work, on the other hand, is magnified. It is the work of PR experts, spin
1: doctors... And the loyal royal correspondence. The media's psychophantic obsession with anything royal, royal weddings, royal births, only feeds the notion that the royal family matters, either politically or economically. From the time we were children, <laughs> movies glamorize royalty and portray them as something to be protected.
4: So, when you pledge allegiance to the Queen, so please, you know, the army, they, they're all patriotic people. So, uh, so Rachel's uncle's a copper um, and does a lot. So when we had the riots here in London a f- few years ago, mm-hmm. he was at the forefront of that, doing loads of. But they're already patriotic people, so it's like they're not going to find that a problem. If you did find it a problem, you wouldn't be a policeman, would you? I
2: know it's that Tis managed to bring up the media again.
3: His favourite, yeah, yeah. Right. There. Yeah. Are we, right we're, so what are we know, we we're going to delve into some more conspiracy. Right. Okay. This okay. is surrounding the paedophile ring of the royals. Oof. As
2: if this wasn't controversial enough, this episode, he's now mixing paedophilia with the royals. Well, the royals
3: fucking started it. In
1: 2011, UK's beloved disc jockey and TV star Jimmy Savile died. Once idolised as a radio TV personality, he was, by many Brits, considered to be a national treasure. Jimmy bragged about his close relationship with the royal family and was even knighted by the Queen in 1990. One year after the UK mourned his passing... Widely publicized reports began to surface, claiming the man so many looked up to and admired had been a serial rapist of prepubescent boys and girls, and even some adults. Within months, reports poured into local police stations with horrific rape accusations against the star. The
5: numbers are bewildering. 450 people have come forward. 328 were children at the time. 214 crimes have been reported, 34 rapes. The youngest victim was eight. And on it goes, hundreds must have known
1: something. This guy was a record-breaking pedophile who preyed on victims who were in their weakest state. Many recovering in hospitals or locked in mental facilities where he volunteered.
4: Savile's abuse continued wherever he went. 50 allegations were made of abuse in 13 hospitals and in one
1: hospice. His relationship with the royal family was even closer than Savile himself let on. He was known to have been a go-between between Prince Charles and Princess Diana while their marriage was on the rocks. He was photographed multiple times with Prince Charles, and he even invited guests to parties on Prince Charles's behalf. Prince Charles even dined at Saville's home and sent him gifts. Jimmy Savile, child procurer to the elite, he was
5: procuring children for uh, Ted Heath on his yacht Morning Cloud from the uh, now infamous children's home on, on, on Jersey. But he was by his own words introduced this is a guy's a disc jockey and in the end he, he wasn't even that but he in his own words he was introduced into the inner sanctum of the royal family by Lord Mountbatten in the 1960s the mentor of Prince Philip and Prince Charles and Mountbatten was is a known pedophile media ask yourself this question what is an aging disc jockey doing in the inner, inner sanctum of the royal family, so close that by his own words, and I know this from other sources who were, close, who were very close friends of Princess Diana for nine years before she died, that he was asked by them to be the go-between and the mediator between Diana and Charles when their marriage was breaking down. What's going on? A teenage boy working at Buckingham Palace revealed he was groomed
1: and sexually abused by a vip pedophile ring there. during their marital dispute whenever savile would come to prince charles's office he would rub his bottom lip from the bottom of the female assistant's arm all the way up to the elbow not only was savile a record-breaking pedophile himself he was a procurer of children for the elite circles into which he was invited he was brought into the inner sanctum by lord Mountbatten, who is himself leaked to a children's home scandal in belfast and whose huge child porn collection is locked away in the Royal Archive.
6: Lord Louis Mountbatten had the nickname Dickie. Philip's uncle Dickie was the last viceroy in India, where he was a known pedophile who sexually exploited
2: young working-class Indian peasant boys. Another book, The Kinkora Scandal,
1: connects
6: Lord Dickie Mountbatten to a child prostitution ring in Belfast,
1: Ireland. The children's home, called Kinkora, turned out to be nothing but one big boy brothel. ...ran by pedophiles who then trafficked and sold these boys to the rich and powerful. How would an aging disc jockey work his way into the intimate relationships of the royal family and even become knighted? The truth is best put by the man himself. When asked about his relationship with the royal family, he said, You see, the thing about me is, I get things done... And I worked. Deep. But if close ties to the world's greatest known pedophile wasn't enough, the royals were about to be shaken by their greatest scandal yet. Enter charming billionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, the international financier and convicted sex offender whose address book read like a who's who of A-list celebrities, scientists, politicians, and bankers. But his penchant for young girls sent his opulent lifestyle into a tailspin when reports of his elite parties at what the press dubbed his orgy island got out. He had an island in the Virgin Islands that he was using to bring elites from all walks of life. Powerful figures, including Bill Clinton and Kevin Spacey, were flown to have a wild time. These elites were being filmed or photographed so that Epstein would be able to blackmail them later on. One of Epstein's closest partners in crime was none other than the Queen's son, Prince Andrew. In 2015, a photograph surfaced clearly depicting Prince Andrew with an underage girl. The victim claimed she was paid $400 to have sex with Prince Andrew. For this, she was groomed well. It is the worst possible start to the new year for Prince Andrew.
8: This is him leaving his ski chalet in Switzerland early to head back to the UK to consult with lawyers. The lurid allegations go back more than a decade. The Duke of York has been named in court papers filed in the United States by Virginia Roberts, who was 17 then and is 30 now. They are the most
1: serious allegations a member of the royal family has faced in years. It may surprise you to learn the British royal family isn't even British. They are actually a German family by the name of Saxe Coburg Gotha.
3: So, what do you think of the Jimmy Savile stuff?
2: Well, um, I have heard before that he was a paedophile. Yeah, it was all news to me. Yeah. Yeah. Record breaking paedophile. Yeah, re- <laughs> he's in the Guinness <laughs> World Records book for that. He also fucked dead bodies as well, didn't he? Necrophilia, Yeah. yeah. In hospitals. Yeah. Fucking filth. Um yeah, I knew that. I I knew there was something CD between him and the Royals. because um, there's no reason for him to be close to him. Like I said, he was not only was like they kept saying that he was just like an old DJ he was a fucking prick as well. Every every time we saw him mm. like what it's not like, oh but he's a really interesting man. No, he's not. Like mm. I can't imagine having an interesting conversation with Jimmy Saddle. No, Louis Peru just, didn't. Yeah, he's just, yeah. yeah,
3: even when Louis did it, it was just completely deflective all the way through. Would you find it weird that he like they said, he was allowed into the inner circle of yeah. the royals? I find that
2: crazy. But at the same time, I find it a bit far fetched that the royals would have some sort of involvement in a paedophile pawn ring.
0: Mm. Mm. That's like
2: too far. Yeah, I couldn't if if the Queen's very like steadfast in her like uh beliefs and faith and everything. As Beef was saying, I find it pretty unbelievable that she would be involved in a paedophile porn ring. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, I think the
4: thing with Savile, though, is, and we've said it before, and we said it after we'd seen the second Louis Through documentary where he revisited it, mm-hmm. he can't everyone. That was his thing, wasn't it? He? he managed to somehow somehow his well, way. People who don't know him, if any American ever sees a picture of Jimmy Savile,
2: and they're told, He like, looks like a paedophile. Yeah, they're like, what, and you didn't know he was a paedophile? Huh? Yeah. No,
4: actually, yeah, we all sort of knew he was, somehow. But then my, my mother-in-law, we were talking about him a few weeks ago, and my mother-in-law was saying, like, with the people that he... Like, his victims, essentially, and this is why it's all come out with the DJs and, like, some band members from the 70s and stuff like mm. who did we think groupies were mm. you know that's they liked young girls that was yeah. like a known thing and you know it was a problem back then but it wasn't as public as it all is now um
2: yeah but there's a difference between like groupies and chagging, you know a 16 year old girl backstage mm. um
4: than scouting out children's homes to fucking 8 year old oh yeah no that's no 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm not advocating Jimmy Savile <laughs> <laughs> you're um, just checking <laughs> no <laughs> no of course not <laughs> I, was, I was darling 909 the but I do understand why <laughs> I do understand why he, he managed mind. to get cl- unfortunately people are blinded by um, money and good characters aren't they like if or not good characters but you know the hospital stuff he was there because he was able to you know sustain man of all that mm. that wing there that was opened by him
2: I know, I was working there Yeah. when it came out, mm. and they had to, like, when literally one day I'm working there, there's pictures of Jimmy Savile up the hallway, and in. Yeah. next day, they're all the hallway it was just, like, no pictures down it mm. and the cafeteria there was called uh, Jimmy's Caf, mm. and they'd taken the signs down like, the next yeah. day it was called, like, Bite to Eat or something like that, Yeah. and um, where Thought Bubble's Hole, that used to be called Savile's Hall, mm. that building, and now it's called, like, the New Docks Hall. Sav- yeah, I remember oh, that, yeah, well. it
3: was still called Savile's Hall when I went there. Mm. And then I thought... It was the a second you were there, it
4: was New Docks Hall. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not advocating it at all. Um,
3: <laughs> I know. Uh, but <laughs> it's an unpopular advocate. I do, yeah, some, some I do understand do so that,
4: why he got... Because people are blinded by it. You know, if you've got someone who seems to be good and they've got the money behind it... Well, he hid... And all, all the charity, charity stuff yeah. he did, people... Exactly, I was going to say, he hid
2: all the like behaviour behind the charity stuff. Exactly,
4: so...
3: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, the paedophile stuff There's speculation is... that the Queen and people like that knew that he was a paedophile, but he brought in so much money for charity every year, mm. they sort of let it slide, because if they if he was caught, that money wouldn't be re raised for charity.
4: Or it's, they, it's didn't didn't they like have a, such a bad balance, isn't yeah. it? Didn't they have a lack of... The problem is, with paedophilia, and still now, is like lack of evidence and stuff. If you've got... People who aren't coming forward for it as well. Mm. You could get away with it. And Jimmy, he did get away with it for years because you had all these people who weren't coming forward. Well,
3: he was friends with the royal family. Like, Mm. who are they going to believe? Jimmy Savile, the fucking... That's what I mean, yeah. But he managed to do that. You've got Louis Farouk
4: who was even saying... And, like, that's the first time... That's why I love that documentary so much because that's the first time I've seen him... He always seems really sure of himself, really confident and very... Um, dis- uh, what's the word like when you're a, like discerning, discerning of people's characters, yeah. and he was in that documentary. He's like, I'm looking back at those videos. How did I miss all this? Mm. Like, how did I like? And so people now are like, because he's a big it? joke. Samuel's a big joke. Yeah, but he made himself a big joke. So and the was... thing is, I used to. Mm. I, used to, I remember at school, we used to be like, "That ah, is a pedo." Yeah, we used to joke yeah, about yeah, it, it, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, he actually is a pedo. <laughs> yeah,
3: but he's joking now. Him in hell that's a good way to move on
4: <laughs> but the stuff about that yeah, what do you think stuff. about
2: the royals yeah the royals being involved in with the them hiding the pitophilia. well,
3: well think about this like you said about the queen wouldn't approve of it okay imagine being part of the royal family mm-hmm. having that amount of power mm. over people and you know would the queen even know
2: yeah I was about to say that yeah, I was I wondering if would. there's apart from the queen the rest of the royals are a bit like filth you, you know, know what I mean like nuts. oh she won't know yeah. Sort of like she's the old... Well, who's going to tell upstairs? them? If you, if
3: you tell him, I'm the fucking... Yeah, she don't know what's going on. I'll get a slap on the wrist, but I'll fuck your life up if you tell her. Yeah. Basically, like, you know. Mm. Whoever, who who was going to snitch on someone from the royal family? But Prince yeah.
4: Andrew has always been a bit outcasted. Like, he's always been caught up in controversy, doing stuff he shouldn't, saying, you know. Yeah, he's not really... He's the one who's not in the media so much, which obviously makes you question stuff as well. We're like, well, why isn't he in the media? Because mm. he's obviously doing, you know, might not be paedophilia, but it could be stuff that they like, like sweeping under the carpet. Mm. But then it's probably not the Queen sweeping it under the carpet. You're right. It's probably, she doesn't need to know about that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Here's
3: an interesting one. I think it's about Prince Philip as well. Here's an interesting one. About uh, their
4: involvement with the Nazis. Prince Philip loves Nazis, doesn't he? Does he? <laughs> Rachel met Rachel met him. Really? Yeah. What does she say about him? She was... Um, so Rachel used to be in the Army Cadets band. Right. And so he went... Singing? No, she used to play clarinet. Clarinet? Yeah, she used to play mm. clarinet. And uh, she was the only one that was a... She, she was a green jacket, but she All was right. the only one that was in her troupe. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he was meeting them and shaking their hands and stuff. And so when he met Rachel, he obviously noticed she was the only green jacket. And he said, I used to be a green jacket. And she went, oh, all right. And he said, you're doing a great job. And just walked off. Rachel, like, great, thanks. That's cool,
3: nice. i was just him to him go, fuck himself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she had more British blood than he. But the British ruling family never gave up their German heritage or sympathies. Some members even going so far as to secretly side with Hitler and the Nazis during World War II. In 1941, as war rages between the United Kingdom and Germany, Rudolf Hess, deputy führer to Hitler himself, makes an emergency parachute landing in Scotland. With him are plans for peace between Great Britain and the fascist Nazi party. Once discovered, he is locked in the tower for the rest of his life. But what led a high-ranking Nazi and member of Hitler's inner circle to believe he could succeed in such an ambitious endeavor? Could it be that Hitler believed England would be willing to make peace? If so, such an idea could have only come from one person. Edward VIII, advocated in 1936, supposedly to marry the love of his life, a man-crazed divorced actress portrayed in the movie The King's Speech. However, history shows a much darker motive. Monarchies across Europe had taken notice of the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia, which saw the death of the entire Russian royal family. As a result, many were quick to see fascism as a way of preserving the monarchy and were likely to harbor Nazi sympathies. Pictures recently surfaced showing Edward and the Queen Mother teaching the future Queen Elizabeth II to do a Nazi salute. Edward was himself a Nazi sympathizer and met with Hitler right before the war in 1937 as Germany was preparing for an all-out assault on Europe. He posed for publicity photos with Hitler's closest henchmen, including Goebbels, Himmler, and Goring, as well as the Fuhrer himself. He was to take over as king again, should England lose to Germany and act as Hitler's puppet. The royal family essentially had all their bases covered. If they lost, Edward would be king with his divorced wife, and they, at least, would still be in power. Even after abdicating... He made pro-Nazi speeches critical of England's involvement at a press statement in which he openly called for peace. When war first broke out between England and Germany, Edward was given a symbolic position within the Naval Intelligence Agency to make it seem as if he was doing something in regards to the war effort. But in reality, Churchill had to be careful and make sure Edward never received any real intelligence. Otherwise, it would quickly find itself in Nazi hands. Frustrated by deliberately being left out of the loop, He quit the intelligence department. Churchill then moved him around the world, from Spain to the Bahamas, to keep him away from the Nazis, where he could not do any harm to the war effort. Still, he managed to take a vacation to America, in which he planned on meeting with President Roosevelt in order to discuss Germany's peaceful intentions. Roosevelt, however, would have none of it, and even had the FBI tail the prince wherever he went during his well-publicized Miami excursion.
3: What do you think about that?
4: (laughs) I did one of my classic texting Rach to check historical facts. I saw you texting, what was it? So I text Rach and said, Did Rudolf Hess parachute to Scotland with peace plans? And she says, Yes, he thought that the Nazis should surrender. When the other Nazis refused to, he left and tried to parachute into Allied land. We did not accept his surrender as we were already winning and decided he was not in authority to offer peace. What time are you coming home?
2: Wait, so that's different to what they said? Yeah. He didn't parachute in and be like,
4: "Hey, hey, hey! Nazis are
2: cool." Yeah, he was like, "I want to give up." Yeah, right. But there is something. What do you
4: think about that? That That's
3: cool. What do you think about uh, Prince Philip, the Queen's husband, being a Nazi? Was he a scugler? He's German. Let's have a googly. He's German. That's well known. Prince Philip, Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not leading the search at all.
4: Prince Philip, a Nazi.
3: (laughs) The Queen's Nazi salute film. There's a video of the Queen doing a Nazi
2: salute. Yeah. What, because her husband was a Nazi? Her dad was Hitler. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, Probably. No, I don't believe that. Okay, so it's... Prince Philip was born youngest, blah, blah, blah. These descriptions are so vague. Edward the V111. (laughs) The Eighth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Edward the Eighth. Teaching this Nazi salute to the Queen. So when she was a kid. Right. He was being taught a Nazi salute by her dad. I couldn't hold it against her.
2: Well been told to do something as a child yeah she the should have known better when I was a child I used to call it <laughs> because it's my granddad's I don't <laughs> yeah.
3: think that's wrong yeah but you're not the queen it you're, n- uh, you're not divine matter. blood the queen's supposed to be divine
4: so we'll say that again so the nazi she's very she human did a
3: salute she, she did a nazi salute when she was a kid when she was old uh, old enough to know better five. five I don't know it's just in the sun oh, oh mate um, you would never listen to the sun No, nah, I wouldn't <laughs> Prince Philip um, there's a whole conspiracy actually about UNICEF and I don't I don't know how much I agree with this. It says about UNICEF and other um, things about being about depopulization, about vacc- vaccinating third world countries and stuff. Hmm. And under the guise of helping them, they're actually sterilizing them. Right. This is a quote from Prince Philip on that. We're not on that. Prince's
2: thing is: there's a lot of dodgy Prince Philip quotes. If he says isn't it, isn't Yeah.
3: <laughs> in the event that I am reincarnated, I would like to return as a deadly virus in order to contribute something to the to solve overpopulation.
2: I can believe he said that. He That's says nuts. Some, He says some crazy things. Yeah.
3: He's a fucking nutcase.
2: He says stuff like
3: <laughs> and stuff under his breath for all the time. That's wrong. No, no, it's wrong. Oh. he is wrong. So God. this this episode has been all over the place. Oh yeah, essentially.
2: It's the first one of the year we're allowed to be a bit, <laughs> bit floppy floppy. No one cares anymore, we've done what, 66, this is actually 60, 67, 67. 67. If they listen uh, to
3: Weird News. Yeah. Then If it's... they listen
2: to that one of me getting doing a pub crawl last week. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, if they listen back in this week, then they're definitely glutton for the sort of punishment.
4: That was our highest downloads on day one ever, by the way. Do you remember when we got our first downloads and we were like, well we've got 37 downloads, did Anyway, yeah.
6: go. on.
3: Um, so I'm kind of, I don't know what wise the na- the narrative of this episode is. Just chucking shit of the wall. Loyal bad. This has got the same
4: tone as like episode one, where you're like, what do you think about that? Yeah. You're like, ooh, I don't know. It's
3: pretty much,
2: there's just you so what you much. You you could have done with this episode? You could have done the mystery board. I could have done. You've
4: been looking for an excuse to use the mystery board. The
2: mystery I don't board want to perfect. take
3: other people's ideas though. I'd, I'd feel... I did.
4: Yeah, you used it. <laughs> But it's not—it's not taking other people's. It's a
3: weird tales thing. We're gonna get onto Diana. Well, I actually wrote the episode about Diana because it's. Have you actually introduced it this episode yet? No. Like, well, yeah.
4: By now you know it's about the royals. If you listen, weird tales and the unexplainable. He did a sort of half half one in the beginning. So we're now coming on to Hot
2: Diana Past.
4: It's just like the big finale, D-
2: the explosive D- Diana. We've been building up to.
3: Yeah, I. You know what? I think this is going to go on to another episode. There's so many more conspiracies about the royals that mm-hmm. I just couldn't fit into this episode because I've just got so much. That, that I one that I haven't researched yet, which is the reptilian side of it, which, which is, is really a lizard really brush on that. A lizard oh <laughs> <bird.
4: laughs> Very good. Very good,
3: I like that. Uh, now go on, do some, uh, you've,
4: you've whetted my appetite for some Diana stuff. So uh, Diana, do you remember the day Diana died? Yeah. Where were you? Oh. Um, wasn't it like the summer or something? <laughs> yeah, it was mid-summer. Yeah, I was on holiday. Was it? Yeah. Having fun were you? <laughs> in
3: France?
4: I remember, I remember we were like caravanning in Dorset. Right. And it came on the TV okay. my parents have Would have send me and Like shh ruin Ruined the other Like it's be, quiet, be quiet Be quiet And I was playing With So I'd have been like 10 That
2: sounds mm. about right I must We were yeah. so many So I must have been I was like 9, 10 And I was wow. playing So I was, Josh
4: would have been About 4 I And I was nine. playing Cars with him And so they like I heard about the car crash And I like reenacted it Out on the floor oh, And I was oh, like So distasteful Yeah my mum was not happy Really She was really cross. Was it as bad as when you She sent me outside
2: was it as bad as when you celebrated over the uh, Satsuma on the <laughs> Christmas Day? No, this
4: was worse. Yeah, and I like crashed the car and went, Ooh, Diana, she's dead. <laughs> oh and uh, yeah,
3: Ooh.
4: my mum and dad both looked at each other with like, a, you know, that like, yeah. and you know you're in the shit. Yeah. And then my mum sent me out, it's so like, go outside. But that was actually not a punishment because I went to the beach.
2: Well, you think when they were that age, it doesn't feel like it's a big deal?
4: I did not even really know who she was No, me
2: neither I remember it was massive I knew it was massive Because it was on every channel But that pissed me off Because I just wanted to watch Fucking cartoons <laughs> And it was like Oh, alright I was like Alright, Diana's dead I want to watch Angry Beavers Or <laughs> <laughs> I was very I want to watch Angry Beavers Yeah, that was like the new Johnny series Johnny Bravo's on Well, that was like the new series Well, I went down to my friend's house Because they had Sky And, um <laughs> We wanted to check out Angry Beavers, see if it was what the hype was about.
3: Angry Beavers. (laughs) (laughs) What's Angry Beavers about?
2: (laughs) We wanted to see what the uh, hype was about, and we ended up just playing Monopoly instead. We ended up playing (laughs) Monopoly. It wasn't that good (laughs) Good programme then. (laughs) No, because we couldn't watch telly, because it was Diana on every channel. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we ended up playing Monopoly. Even in death. We played um, football, like World Cup Monopoly. and I don't know anything about football, so I... Just, like, playing it for the sake of it. <laughs> Just pretending it was made I <laughs> heard their man. dad was really unimpressed, because I laughed about, like, you're a, you're a gay. I saw it something. You're a guy, I called it you're a gay. <laughs> they were, like, a really posh family. <laughs> and he was, like, i oh, hanging out with this child, sort of thing. Send him so, home.
3: Yeah. Uh... Diana.
1: daughter of the Earl of Spencer and descended from a great line of asswipers, Diana was not a stranger to the royal family and met Prince Charles at a polo match when she was 16. For all their fairy tale romance splattered across the newspapers and magazines, theirs was not a relationship of love. When asked by a reporter on their wedding day if they were in love, Charles remarked, Whatever in love means... Charles cheated openly on Diana with Camilla Parker Bowles, and Diana, in return, had her own affairs. One such affair was a bodyguard named Barry Manneke. Barry was killed in an unexplained motorcycle crash after rumors of their affairs got out. Diana was told by Prince Charles that the same could happen to you. Major James Hewitt, one of Diana's lovers, was also threatened by the royal family if he did not stop his relationship with Diana. Were they threatening?
5: Yes, they were. in as much as they said that it was not conducive
6: to my health to continue the relationship.
1: Members of the royal household told him that his safety would be in peril if he did not back off. Anonymous telephone calls warned him that he would beat the same fate as Barry Manicky. He said that the Princess of Wales took the threat seriously. And told him that Manicky had been murdered. This was the friend of the person
5: I met at Parliament, um, who came to my to my house, and, and I interviewed her on tape at length. Um, her name was Christine Fitzgerald. She was a, a friend of Diana, and acknowledged to be so by the media for about nine years. But what she told me about the rituals and what goes on at places like Balmoral Castle and, and all, was was nothing was 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 just beyond belief, but true. Now, say it, tell it. Well, I mean, literally sacrificing children drinking their blood and all that stuff that they go on, on hey i've been told by people that just went to oxford who are famous but i can't say their names that they did devil worship and mass orgies yeah but it, it, it's the norm at that so-called level Oh no, he's dead. that's low level yeah it, but but the thing is it's far more prevalent than anyone believes that's that's the trouble um but the thing is that what she told me was that first of all this is 1998 that she was a, 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 an alternative healer and da- Diana used to go to her for, for healing and stuff like that um, because she, she had nobody else. She was just on her own in that, in the middle of that Adams family, that evil Adams family we call the Windsors. Anyway, what she called friendly people at MI5 were doing were leaving notes for Diana, knowing that when she came, she could pick them up. And one of these notes, uh, this is why the Paul Burrell letter about, you know, Diana saying that my husband is going to kill me in a car crash. didn't surprise me at all. I'd, I'd, I'd heard about uh, that years before in the sense of these MI5 notes. Some of them were warning Diana um, that the royal family wanted her dead. Now, is it, is, anyway, the royal family wouldn't kill people. Well, just hold on a second. What happened when the marriage of Diana and Charles broke down? is that she started having an affair with her bodyguard called Barry Manicky. They were. She was apparently very, very much in love with the fella. Then, Barry Manicky dies in a strange motorcycle accident in which he was basically garroted across the road and pulled off his bike and killed. Now, what the official story was, that it was an accident. Anyway, this is what... Uh, christian fitzgerald told me happened subsequently sometime later diana came into her healing center just near regent's park in london in an unconsolable state she was sobbing and it took some time to sit her down and calm her down and say what's going on because as she was sobbing diana was shouting they killed him they killed him they killed him and what diana then said is that earlier that day, hence the response, what she called Prince Charles's senior detective had said to her, because by this time, it's sometime uh, uh, after the death of the bodyguard, she was having an affair with a man, now out and accepted in in, in the open, with a guy called Captain James Hewitt. And she said that what had happened is the, the senior detective of Prince Charles had just said to her, that the affair with Hewitt had to end, and if it didn't, he could end up like Barry Manneke, which is the bodyguard that's supposed to have been an accident. He was telling her they killed her. He also said to her in the same conversation, and don't think that you're not expendable either. And Diana told her the story whereby when, when, when she'd first heard about Manneke, Barry Manneke, was when she was with Charles in a, in a limo being driven to the steps of an aeroplane and outside were all the paparazzi. And just as they were about to get out, she said, uh, Charles leaned across and said, pity about your friend, wasn't it? And told her with a, 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 a smile on his face and an irony in his voice that Barry Manneke had just died. And so they killed the guy. I mean, I mean that's what happens. And at the same time, uh, this came out in, in, in a public arena as well, James Hewitt was being, he said in his own words, was being um, uh, warned by what he called a senior member of the royal family said the affair must end Or, in effect, they can't be, uh, you know, they can't say what the consequences would be. In in other words, he was being threatened in the same way.
3: It's a bit cold of Charles to uh, say that on the plane. Yeah. (laughs)
4: What What do you think? Uh, I find this stuff more believable because I think think they polished her off as well. I think this is very believable. Um, The
2: conviction which people who are close to and know the
4: royal family better... And what they say about this is very believable. Mm. I would say, you know, she was known as the people's princess, wasn't she? Mm. You know, I wonder where, I don't really know too much. So as with all these episodes, I don't really know what I'm talking about. But my guess is that, you know, were they kind of, you know, was it an arranged marriage, Charles and Diana, in that the public will like her, so marry her? Was she very popular
2: with the public before they were married?
4: Well, i don't I, I don't think it was that I think it was was it just like an educated guess like people will like her because of her character you should marry her oh, I don't gain know. more popularity do you, yeah, do you
2: notice i don't know I've never thought of it I don't really that, know that it I mean makes sense it, it's all spin isn't it positivity to the royalty. yeah and she's a very likable person
4: and she was and it was probably all quite uh innocent in her on her part.
2: Also, like, think about Charles. Not just about, like, the weird way he looks, but just him in general.
4: Like, what would she have seen in him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I do believe this stuff, and if you watch some of her interviews, didn't she do an interview with Martin Bashir? And yeah, she yeah. said, like, they, like, what was she saying? She kept saying they. Yeah, they don't like they me, don't they don't like want me around, and stuff like me. that, yeah. Yeah. She, she knew they didn't like her. So this is a conspiracy that's all very believable. As so,
2: I mean, it wasn't even, like, that secretive that the royals didn't like no. her when she was alive No, so it's not m- much of a big leap with the and power that, they have it was all a bit very convenient that when she was becoming an issue she was snubbed out took yeah, care it, of it, yeah it was very convenient so it's not a giant leap to think well maybe and Harry does look like James here. yeah
3: yeah a lot of people say that yeah like crazy yeah I've got a video with Mohammed Al-Fayed who's Dodi Al-Fayed's dad him literally accusing the royal family directly of killing his son
2: right he was in the um, car with her right yeah
8: they have murdered my son and Princess Diana and I put my finger straight to the gangster who ruling the country behind the scene, who is the head of the royal household Prince Philip
3: Boom, mm. Phil. <laughs> so there you go, straight from the horse's dad's mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all... It's, all it's very believable, isn't it? This is the one... Yeah, of,
2: the, of the, all the ones tonight, this is the one I'm like, yeah, yeah I kind of agree on this.
3: Yeah.
4: I, I wonder, I don't know, again, would the Queen have known about it? Because what were the circumstances of the car crash I can't remember wasn't
2: it weren't they driving erratically because they thought the paparazzi the paparazzi were chasing them this is the official story the paparazzi were chasing them because it was like hot news everyone was after like the what's Dodie and Diana up to Mm. and they were like put a foot on it to the driver yeah let's get out of here the paparazzi are on our tail dark tunnel late night Yeah.
4: Wasn't
3: it a motorbike was involved?
4: Was a
2: motorbike involved as well? I don't know. No, that was the motorbike. That was the other guy. The that motorbike. was the other guy. No, I know. So, I just
4: wonder whether...
3: So Dirty Diana was going down the... Diana? Diana was going down the road... Yeah. ...in this car, and they were speeding off, and then a car of paparazzi were chasing them as well, and apparently the flash sent the driver into the, right. into the thing, into the... You know the central reservation. Did the did the people in the other car die? No, they hit they hit the middle of the tunnel. Yeah, so the other car wasn't actually involved in the crash. There wasn't another car, no. Right. The paparazzi got out and were taking pictures. Ah,
2: I, I was p- going to say, well, were they identified as paparazzi? Yeah. Right. Okay. So that isn't uh, just like spin. Okay. No. So well, it was
4: apparently there was a judicial the eighteen of- months after the crash, and it was caught. Apparently, it was the driver was drunk and crashed the car at high speed into the central reservation. he was drunk as well. His inebriation may have been exact aspirated by antidepressants and the tra- traces of antipsychotics in his body.
3: Mm. Apparently, um, there's a lot of speculation that Diana wasn't dead when the car crashed, but the ambulance that was taking her to the hospital... Took two hours to get from the tunnel to the hospital. Oh, I've heard
2: that, yeah. And
3: also went past five other hospitals on the mm. way, apparently. Mm. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, so it's all very, very shady.
4: Yeah, that's the one I believe that, because that's actually not really. i try and, conspiracy. and find. It's just people saying.
2: It's like the JFK thing, yeah. where people sort of know that to be the truth. Mm. Or at least they know it isn't as it seems, even if they
4: don't know the actual events. Yeah, and we'll never know the truth. No. Um. You know, years down the line, it might come out. No, I won't be on lockdown for like a hundred years.
3: Panorama. Alone.
8: Twenty-three million people watched Diana attack Charles
3: and Camilla.
5: Do you think Mrs. Parker Bowles was a factor in the breakdown of your marriage?
6: Well, there were three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded.
3: I want to find the one where she's actually?
6: Do you think you'll ever be queen? no I don't why do you think that I'd like to be a queen of people's hearts in people's hearts but I don't see myself being queen of this country I don't think many people would want me to be queen actually when I say many people I mean the establishment that I'm married into because they've decided that I'm a non-starter
2: why do you think they've decided that
6: because I do things differently, because I don't go by a rule book, because I lead from the heart, not the head. And albeit that's got me into trouble in my work, I understand that. But someone's got to go out there and love people and show it.
5: And do you think that because of the way you behave, that's precluded you effectively from becoming queen?
6: Yes, well not precluded me, I wouldn't say that. Um, I just don't think I have as many supporters in that environment than I did. You mean within the royal household? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They see me as a, a threat of some kind. And I'm here to do good. I'm not a distractive person. Why do they see you as a threat? I think every strong woman in history has had to walk down a similar path. And I think it's the strength that causes the confusion and the fear. Why is she strong? Where does she get it from? Where is she taking it? Where is she going to use it? Why do the public still support her? Was that the That's music the from
3: fucking... Yeah, what's yeah. it called Hobbiton? Lord of the Rings is a Hobbit's <laughs> <laughs> theme. It's not right. Yeah, why? <laughs> because Diana stands very much for the Hobbit people. <laughs> hmm. So, I've been reading a Look bit at that more. picture of them together. Do you think they actually look happy? That's all that. I don't know if they
2: do. Mm. Yeah, I think they kind of do. And they do. I, I've been reading more on this article. His from...
4: quote, um, Are you in love? Whatever love is. Yeah, but I that, that could
2: be said in a way.
4: Um, I can't find that. I can find that. that apparently, be... the the eve of his wedding, he said, he said he "I can not go through, through it. it. Yeah, yeah, I just sort of literally. Yeah. Garden party. But I just... I don't know. I think there might be some more truth to my suggestion earlier of it being like an arranged marriage. Because I think she apparently... They met at a garden party. Well, apparently not. Oh. Apparently they didn't meet at a garden party. And mm-hmm. it was more like an arranged marriage. Like they wanted... And he she's just didn't love fit. her. Like, mm-hmm. he, yeah, she's a good fit for. She's just not his thing. wasn't his Wasn't his bag.
2: No, yeah, he liked Maudie or Camilla.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and that would make sense now, what, don't you think? With it being like well, Camilla being in the frame, why to, the queen wouldn't let him be king?
2: Can you imagine having to marry someone you just turn <laughs> that into? Didn't really like him. Yeah. And you got to spend the rest of your life with them. Yeah, that's mad. Oh, really, I just don't really fancy it. Yeah. Well, that's not a good start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
4: I've not... I don't... I yeah. don't know. I think that's my verdict. That's my verdict. That she was probably more into it than he was, but then they kind of realised they weren't a good fit and so started shagging other people.
2: Yeah. And I don't think even... Well, she said that thing about there was three of us in that marriage. Yeah. But they were both shagging other people. And yeah. they were both sort of openly doing it. Like, they really, really think you're a fuck about each other. Hmm. And they openly
4: didn't care about each other, and I think that's why. And the also, queen did not. The like queen that. won't let him be king because of his character. Going back the to the beginning. Go back to the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: She just, she just can't wait for him to not be
3: king. Just can't wait <laughs> to not be king. <laughs> <laughs> I've just found a video saying was Diana a reptilian watch this video oh. no I don't, want to... No, I don't oh, want to hear it I don't want to hear it I don't want to you know you the whole about episode it. about reptilians yeah no but it's just like there's a video for everyone being a reptilian yeah I know is right. this person a reptilian is this are we reptilians? reptilians probably fucking hell like probably seriously <laughs> if I am who's a reptilian I for one welcome <laughs> our new reptilian overlords <laughs>
9: would
3: How much more you got? That's that's right, that's right. a wrap. Right. Diana, the way how well spoken is she? Like yeah, she is well, literally fucking snappy. No, not like well spoken, but like she is. Her answers, like the way. Yeah, you're... she's yeah. just like bang. Like she's so well, fucking you honest. When
2: you're um, steadfast in your opinion.
3: Yeah, and honest. I like to think mm. we're always got something to say on this show. That's what I love about honest people. They, you can tell who's honest mm. because that's they're why they mean, not calculate. That's why the they're public liked her. To... I'm not afraid to look stupid if I open my mouth yeah and you can ask him any question and they will just be they'll have an answer Mm. but not like a defensive answer just a sort of Mm. self-deprecating sort of yeah yeah. Mm. that must have been Martin Bashir's like easiest interview he didn't have to wheedle
4: anything out she was just like
3: yeah, I don't think they like me. Oh, I love Diana. I literally watching that video. Just literally, I'm just like, fucking. She was so cool.
4: Yeah, that's what I mean. I think she.
3: People probably. She was such loved, a friend. Yeah, people. That's did why love she was like such Jay a threat. Yeah, great people get fucking killed off, which is why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: great one to start the year with Tissy I was interested it was a mixed bag because it all over the place I can't right? even remember the first half of it I feel like we are recording well I feel like we were recording for hours but <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> have
3: we literally have yeah. um, I don't so know how it's going to be but there's it was a long there's so much session. that you could say about the Royal Family Yeah. I guess um, what I'd say in this day and age do we need them <laughs> yes I would yeah. do we cool well let the listeners decide do we
2: if you want to email us um, Contact us about anything it's great um, if you want to go on the blog, weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.blogspot.com. Stuff on there every week. Yeah. If you want to find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash weirdtalesandtheunexplainable. It's all very simple. Oh, yeah. If you want to find us on Twitter, I'm at Bob Shoy. At Martin
4: Monluke. And at Tissy Baby.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, at Tissy Baby. Sorry, I was just looking at Diana. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> just can't get over that. Sorry.
2: Uh, next week... What have we got next week? Well, I've, I
3: do not have a clue. Is Diana a reptilian, part two? It'll be a very short episode. I
2: think <laughs> I think next week you might have a little paranormal spin-off episode. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe. I don't know what's happening next week. And then Beef's got one for us the week after that.
4: Yeah, probably. Yeah,
2: probably. No idea. <laughs> better what, have.
4: No idea what it's going to
3: be. All right,
2: paranormal? well, I know what I'm doing for my next
3: one, but that'll be a way off. <laughs> All right. Just go and sign us out. Um, Until next time. Prince Philip's a Nazi paedophile. He is, though. I
2: don't know. I haven't got a plan. What do you reckon? Until next time, I hope you royally enjoyed the show. (laughs) That was alright. Come on, that was better than most of us. Yeah.
4: Gonna have a kid in like three months.
2: Yeah,
4: no, that is mental. In that that soon isn't it?
2: Yeah.
4: So only so it's only another school term when until Rachel's it? off? May. May second, yeah. Mm-hmm. So really, any time from quite early in April, you could it could be around. It's just getting close now, isn't it? Are you nervous. Nervous and excited? Yeah. Yeah, it's quite it's amazing. Can't can't believe it's really don't know. Means when I when I come to record, I'll just probably be a bit more tired than normal.
2: I'd love it if uh, you had to rush off during one of the recordings. Yeah. We had um, an apprentice working with us for a bit. All right. And he Touches. his kid was due while he was working, so every day it was like he could get like have to get like rushed yeah. away because we were working about two hours where he lived as well. Oh. So he would have to be like, get the fucking pedal to the metal as soon as he got that call. So the day when that call came and he had to run off, it was so exciting. At
4: least it like... was like,
2: go, Ryan, go.
4: <laughs> At least, like, when I get that phone call, I'll only be half an hour away. Eh? Yeah. I'll just jump in the car and go.
2: Yeah. wow well, So, daddy's getting a tat. Daddy's getting a tat? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I might get just that as the. <laughs> daddy's getting a tat. I'm gonna get daddy's. <laughs>